Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we're talking about The Runner. That's right, we're going to do a retro review of a short film, well, I say retro, from 2022 uh, called The Runner. Uh, but this episode's a little bit different because we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. And I'm Michael. That's right. Uh, no Dylan today. He is unfortunately under the weather. Uh, and as we are recording on Tuesday and today is Tuesday, it's, it's all me. So here we go. You're getting another solo show. I know we had one of these, uh, a few months back or so, but you know what? It's a fun time, a nice short, quick bite of an episode. So we're going to go and get this thing going. Um, we will be talking. I forgive me the use of we, it's just, I'm used to it. All right. Um, so anyway, uh, we're going to get to the review of the runner towards the end of the show, of course, but we're going to do the news first and the news is going to be split up into two segments. Uh, we're going to have stories and then trailers, uh, this time. So, and since it's my news and my news is always the lightest, uh, section, uh, we're going to be padded, padding these out with a little bit of, uh, some weird stories this week. So got some interesting ones here. So. First of all, how did everybody survive week one fantasy football? I know it was kind of crazy for everybody. And, and I know, obviously, all listeners play. I know a few of you are in some of my leagues. But, uh, boy, what a crazy week, huh? Uh, injuries, Dallas Cowboys blowing out the Giants, Aaron Rodgers blowing out his Achilles. Tremendous. Uh, we do love to see that. Um, hopefully, he does his own research and you know before he gets any things done on that. Anyway, um, I, ha- I I'm talking about fantasy because... Um, I have a football-themed new story for the first thing here. Um, Disney is teaming up with the NFL uh, for week four. Uh, so every, you might know that every year they play a game or two in London. They'll have, you know, the teams will fly over, they'll play a game on Sunday, and it's a ton of fun, and everybody everybody uh, in the UK goes, and they sell out huge stadiums to play NFL football in the UK. Um, but this time, they are still doing that. It's going to be uh, week four, October 1st, Atlanta Falcons and Jacksonville Jaguars. But the, the but the neat thing is, so the game is going to be broadcast normally. However, it's also going to be fun day football because it's on Sunday, but it's fun, you see. So anyway, on the game is going to be simulcast on Disney Plus and it's Toy Story Fun Day Football, which means that they're using like sort of a video processing filter to change the game presentation from what you imagine in your mind as a football game that you're watching to toys playing in Andy's room so that you're going to have filters on top of B. John Robinson as he's running to score a touchdown, but he's going to look like a toy. Um, and they're it looks it, it's very interesting. I'm very excited to see if this actually is an engaging experience or if it's just kind of stupid. I'm hoping it's going to be engaging and fun. Um, they've they've experimented with this kind of stuff previously like they've done nickelodeon partnerships where like people will get slimed or spongebob spongebob and patrick will show up and dance but this is a whole nother level um looks really cool and they're gonna have a halftime show from duke kaboom so you know that's great we love to see that but um that is going to be a week four of the nfl on sunday october 1st simulcast on disney plus and espn plus or you can also watch the game regular but why would you do that if that's an, if the, if I can watch it as toys in Andy's room, why would I watch a regular football game? Come on. Um, another story here that's kind of weird. Um, I don't know if you guys have Dylan and I have covered boy one of these 
silly uh, Coke, uh, Coca-Cola creations flavors. I forget which one. It might have been the Dream. No, the one that tasted like space. I know we talked about that previously. Anyway, Coke has been coming out with these goofy flavors that have names that don't make any sense or that aren't tied to a flavor. And they have a new one called Y3000. And it's futuristic flavored. Uh, and apparently it was created by an AI, whatever that means, which is uh, stupid to me. Um, I mean, I'm sure it'll taste fine, but this 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 thing of labeling everything as AI has got a what that isn't actually AI needs to go away. I'm I'm not I'm not here for the AI buzzwords. Um, but anyway, if you see this out in out in public, probably snag a can because they're only around for a very short amount of time. Um, the last one that I had was pretty disgusting. It was, ooh, experience points. No, it was one that came after that. It was. It tasted kind of like chocolate. It was bad. I really didn't like it. But you know what? It was weird, and I'm glad that I tried it. Um, moving on, we have um a, an 18 second trailer. Um, well, I guess we can get to that in the at the end because it's more of an announcement and a trailer. So we'll. I didn't know this was coming out. So we only have one more story. Then two more stories. Um. The Crow has been acquired by Lionsgate. Um, so uh, it has moved from wherever it was previously, but uh, Deadline is reporting that The Crow, starring Bill Skarsgård from It, um, that Lionsgate has tied up an eight-feature deal for The Crow reboot. Eight. That's that's a lot. Uh, the mo- The first movie is expected to release next year. Uh, from director uh, Rupert Sanders, who did the Snow White and the Huntsman and Ghost in the Shell. So, you know, uh, there's I'll leave that right there for you. And starring Bill Skarsgård, FKA Twigs, Danny Huston, and no one else that I know. And so it is a complete reboot of the uh, classic Crow uh, film. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, more on the film than the old James O'Barr comic, but th- we'll, we'll see uh, what to expect of this. We'll give you more crow news as uh, as it comes out. But eight pictures, huh? That's a it's a lot. It's a lot of pictures. All right. Um, last news today. It, last piece of uh, non-trailer related news is Fathom has announced their fright fest. So if you know Fathom events are the people that do like the little one-off screenings in theaters, like if you want to go see The Shining in theaters in 2022, you know, only on this one day, it's a Fathom event. Uh, You can't use your AMC A-list for it. You have to pay regular price, but it's cool because like everybody around the world is generally watching it at the same time. I went to one for, oh boy, The Exorcist. Uh, I want to say like 10 years ago or so. And back while William Peter Blatty was still alive, and they had a Q&A after the movie because the movie was, you know, released um, at the same time simultaneously in theaters across the country. And after the movie was over, everyone got to participate in this Q&A. It was a ton of fun. It was really cool. Um, it That's obviously a very, like, elevated thing to do with this concept other than just, like, show old movies. But that's what this is. Um, but every year they do the Fathom Fright Fest. Uh, which is, you guessed it, a bunch of horror movies and horror-adjacent titles that are going to be coming to special one-off showtimes um, later this month and in October. And The notable ones, um, They Live, already happened. 
Um, next week, this coming weekend, we have Christine, 40th anniversary. Um, but the one I'm most excited about is The Exorcist for the 50th anniversary is going to be October 1st and October 4th. Um, so obviously not the first because you're going to be watching uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars as toys play the Atlanta Falcons also as toys. So, but you're going to go on October 4th and we're going to watch this. It's going to be a ton of fun because Exorcist in theaters is great. It's a ton of fun. If you've never seen it on the big screen, it's it, it really does benefit from the theater experience. And that's already a great movie to watch at home anyway. Um, but anyway, uh, Exorcist is great. And I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, the following week, though, House of a Thousand Corpses, Rob Zombie's directorial debut. Debut. This is his 20th anniversary. This is going to be October 8th and October 11th. Again, very much looking forward to this movie, uh, to seeing it in theaters, because I don't think I saw it in theaters on its original run. Because I didn't, I don't. It was a very limited release. I ended up getting the DVD because uh, I saw the ad in a Fangoria magazine and picked it up that way. So, like, that's crazy. I'm I'm very excited to see this in theaters for the first time. Um, there's a couple other movies um, that aren't worth mentioning, but those those are the two that are the most exciting. Um, the final one being the birds, uh, the 60th anniversary, 60th anniversary of the birds. That's a Halloween weekend. But anyway. Um, highly recommend going out to seeing these things because uh, you never know when you're not going to be able to see them in theaters anymore. Definitely worth your time. But anyway, let's hear about that live sale. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. And I am back, and I'm going to talk about these trailers that came out this week. And, of course, with the ongoing SAG and the Writers Guild strike, uh, trailers are not coming out like they were. Um, but anyway, here we are. Before we get to the trailers, though, we're going to do um, uh, my pick of the week. And I am picking, getting ready for Halloween and sticking on brand with the horror theme today, Creep Show Volume 2, number one from Image. Comes out this week, um, has some great classic inspired covers, and I do love the Creepshow comics. Yes. So getting onto the trailers, we got a quick 18 second teaser for something I didn't know was coming. The Goosebumps television series is coming to D uh, Disney Plus. It's a new uh, Goosebumps show, which I'm very excited about. I love the old one. And I think if you do it right, it can be enjoyable for everybody and not just kids. Um, we'll see the the quick the, the teaser is 18 seconds, so there's not a lot to go on, um, but check it out. It looks cool for the vibes for it passes the 18 second vibe check. So there's that. Um, we have three more trailers to talk about that are actual trailers, not just teasers. Um, we got a well, they call this a teaser, but it's a minute and a half. So that's a trailer. Uh, we got a trailer, a trailer for Monarch Legacy of Monsters. That is the Apple TV plus Godzilla series. Uh, I know recently we've had two different Godzilla trailers for Godzilla minus one, the new Toho movie that looks incredible. And this uh, is fine. 
this this is continuing the cinematic Godzilla universe, you know, the Godzilla Kong and all those things. Um, and it looks okay. It has people from the movies in it. So it looks like it's got Kurt Russell. Um, it's going to be 10 episodes in the series. It's got a Kurt and Wyatt Russell, excuse me. Um, Anna Sawai, uh, Ren Wata, uh, Watabe, and a bunch of other people. And it's going to have... It's co-developed by Matt Fraction, which is pretty neat. But anyway, this starts on November 17th. The visuals look pretty good for TV, so that's really interesting. Um, it looks like it could have gone either way, but this is definitely um, a 10-episode uh, series uh, described as following the thunderous battle between Godzilla and the Titans, capital T, that leveled San Francisco and the shocking revelation that monsters are real. Monarch, Legacy of Monsters, tracks two siblings following their father's footsteps to uncover their family's connection to the secret secret organization known as Monarch. Uh, they've been um, leaving hints at Monarch for as long as these movies have been coming out. We don't know too much. We know they're the big shadowy evil corporation that has something to do with all this. Uh, so that's a neat idea. I don't love this franchise, though, so I'll probably have to wait for someone to tell me if this is any good, if I'm actually going to watch it. But go check out the teaser. It is a it's it's a well done uh, little trailer. So there's that. Okay, Eli Roth, Eli Roth uh, of Hostile Fame. Yes, um, he's got he's got something for you coming out November seventeenth. Promised over fifteen years ago, Thanksgiving. That's right. The fictional trailer from the the middle of the Grindhouse double feature that they put out in theaters. You know those two movies. Um, they shot all those fake trailers in the middle of it. And that's where Machete came from. And the, I think Hobo with a Shotgun also was uh, one of those fake trailers and that got made into a movie. And Eli Roth has been saying since that came out that he was, that Thanksgiving was coming and it was going to be a real movie. Well, it's finally here. Um, it has ditched the Grindhouse style aesthetic. Um, and now, but now it looks more like a Blumhousey horror comedy type thing. Um, the, the plot is quote, after a black Friday riot ends in tragedy, a mysterious Thanksgiving inspired killer terrorizes Plymouth, Massachusetts, the birthplace of the infamous holiday about as bare bones as you get, but the trailer does look fun nonetheless. And I do trust Eli Roth to at least bring the slasher good times, um, starring Patrick Dempsey, Addison Ray, Jalen Thomas Brooks, and the Gina Gershon and no one else that I know. So, but um, it was fun. I was very excited to see that come across uh, my screen today. I think the trailer came out today. Uh, yesterday, sorry, yesterday. Um, but it looks like a lot of fun. And if you if you like stupid holiday slashers, this is probably going to be up for you. Um, the last trailer today is The Fall of the House of Usher, the final Mike Flanagan Netflix series. So he was contracted to make five. This is number five. Um, Mike Flanagan of Haunting of Hill House and on and on uh, of, of of those uh, series. But uh, we have the new limited series here. That's I don't know how many episodes. Oh, eight. It's going to be eight episodes. Comes out October 12th, starring a bunch of the same people from his previous work and Mark Hamill. How about that? That's interesting. Anyway, um, he says here, in this wicked eight-episode limited, se uh, limited series based on the works of Edgar Allan Poe, ruthless siblings Roderick, Roderick and Madeline Usher have built uh, a pharmaceutical company into an empire of wealth, privilege, and power. But past secrets come to light when the heirs of the Usher dynasty start dying at the hands of, of a mysterious woman from their youth. And the trailer looks 
like a lot of fun. It looks like classic Mike Flanagan creepiness. And I'm definitely here for it. Um, Go check it out for sure. But if you're already into the Mike Flanagan vibe, then this is already on your radar. Uh, The trailer did come out today. Um, So I'm very much looking forward to this coming out in just under a month. So, well, actually a month today. How exciting. Anyway, go check out the trailer. Um, But that's all the trailers I have for today. So let's hear about those tabletop events. It's time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of July. All exact dates and formats can be found on our Discord server. Kicking it off with Keyforge. We run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7pm till around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role-playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store, we host an in-store one-shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee. However, we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and sign-ups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at our Katy and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And I am back. And that's right, it is going to be a retro review today. Not that retro, as this came out last year. Um, I'm reviewing something called The Runner. It's a 40-minute short film from the band, the musical group, Boy Harsher. Uh, B-O-Y-H-A-R-S-H-E-R, Boy Harsher. Um, They're a dark sort of synth-wavy duo. They make really, really cool, vibey, 80s, 80s like synthy stuff, but really like dark and broody sounding. Anyway, so um, they made a movie, kind of. It's 40 minutes. I think you call it technically a short. Um, And it is beautiful. It's it. So first of all, uh, spoilers, I guess there's not a lot of plot here. There's not a lot to spoil. Um, But a fair warning, I am going to be talking about details of of this 40 minute thing. Um, anyway, so firstly, there's no real dialogue in it. Um, there's a couple of phone calls where you hear one end of the conversation, but the main character, the runner played by Chris, uh, Esfandiari, um, does not speak. She yells once or twice, but she doesn't speak and is, well, you know what? So the official long line of the movie is the runner follows a strange woman as she travels to a town where her violent compulsions are slowly revealed. And that's true. You first meet the runner. She's running through the woods covered in blood flash to a guy in a chair with his, you know, insides all on the outside and it's all gross. And she's got like blood on her mouth and her shirt. So she's clearly been like eating this dude. Like, I don't, you don't know what's been going on. And she hitchhikes a ride in the car a truck, you see the truck drive away, you see the truck stop, cut somewhere else, suspect her, she's driving the truck. She's got a hat on now. So she clearly killed that guy. Uh, but anyway, so this is shot on 16 millimeter, first of all. So it has a really filmy look. 
Uh, and if you know the band Boy Harsher, you know what their vibe sounds like. It, this definitely looks like their sound. It looks very arty. looks very art house. looks very River Oaks, classic River Oaks, not new River Oaks. It's not open yet, but um, it looks like, man, it's really hard to say. It looks very um, polished for a first film. It it's very, very good looking, um, but it is sort of shot like a music video. And it, and it kind of is a music video because it does just go from song. It starts with a musical number um, and you see, and you hear the soundtrack for this movie is a full EP. Um, and all, all the songs play in their entirety in the movie, the band boy Harsher are in the movie. It's a very weird, like dreamlike um, weaving between the fictional runner and what she's doing and boy harsher recording and performing. Um, but it's all, but boy harsher when they appear in the movie are appearing. It's not like a documentary style. It does. It is shot like shout out to my Amazon device right next to me for making a noise. Um, it's shot like a piece of fiction. So they're not like talking head style interviews with their name at the bottom. You know, it's, it's really good. So currently the only way that I'm aware of to watch this movie is on shutter. Um, I think you can buy it on Amazon uh, digitally to play. Um, there is no Blu-ray copy of the movie. The only physical release is a VHS tape, which I have um, from retro release home video when it's out of print. Um, so if you want to watch it, you got to get shutter or uh, buy it on Amazon, I think. Um but I will say I do recommend the shutter service, at least right now. There's a lot of really good stuff on there, but truly go look at, there's a, if you go to aim. So the confusing thing with this movie is that there is a, so it came out in 2022 and it's called the runner. Yes. There's also a movie from Europe called the runner that came out in 2021. Really unfortunate. So if you just type the runner 2022 into, into YouTube, you'll see um, a trailer it's going to be um, a minute and 27 seconds and it'll tell you that it's from boy harsher. So that's how, you know, you're doing the right thing. You're looking at the right thing. The, the logos in red. I highly recommend you go check this out. If the vibes seem right, that's the whole, that's the whole movie. The whole movie is vibes. Um, it is pretty violent um, in, in like small parts. Um, it's surprisingly violent in a few places, but it's, it's really awesome. It's a really fun movie to watch. Um, I, I, I don't know what else to say. It's a short with like no dialogue and no story, but it's honestly, I highly recommend it. And it's perfect for this time of year. Um, but that's all I got for the runner other than a wholehearted, wholehearted thumbs up. I gave it four stars on letterboxd. Um, I, I absolutely enjoyed this movie and I will be watching it again, but that's all I've got. So thank you. Um, everyone for sticking with me for this uh, bizarro world uncanny universe that is just me um, I, I assure you Dylan will be back next week assuming um, he's feeling better um, but he should be he should be back next week but anyway thank you all so much for downloading us we really appreciate all the support see you next time thanks for sticking around for the mid credits we can tell you've been trained well 
If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.